You're listening to Barely on Topic with B.A. The biggest fraud of all is coming up. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. A puck goes over the glass. Every stupid player on the ice puts their hand up. Jeff. Breakdancing, um, goaltending style. Um, just When it fails, it's just embarrassing. And Tim. Probably not. So guys, we're on to season two of Barely on Topic. This is the first episode where we get to talk about the Bruins in the new season. We're not talking about preseason anymore. We're not talking about last season or the season before that. Well, we'll probably mention them because we're jerks. This no week, sophomore slump for us. Woo! What was that? No sophomore slump for us. No, no. Did you think that we would ever get to a season two? Yes. Oh. For sure, force of will, if nothing else, really. Did you think anybody else, like, was battling against us? They were like, no, they're not going to make it to season two. We won our only fight with, like, two episodes in, technically. So, uh, You know, <laughs> I just want, I do want to point out that when we started, there were very few Bruins podcasts. I think yeah, there I've were, like... a bunch of them now. Yeah, yeah. So we were kind of, like, on the right side of that. Yes. So we should celebrate that. So play your cool in the gang. Act like get you're trying down, to lift up the ceiling. But yeah, yeah, that was not the one. It was like celebration. That's the, you know, uh, not Jungle ooh, Boogie. Ooh. I only know Jungle Boogie. <laughs> Mostly because I used to play it a lot in jazz band. Oh, yeah. Which if I actually really thought about it, I probably could still play on my bass. Well, not know, right now. Yeah, you can send me an audio of that. That'll be funny. And we can put that in somewhere. <laughs> Tim, my yeah. invisible friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have anything to say? I mean, I'm excited for the season two. I am glad that we're getting... It going and getting it started, and I've had a lot of fun so far. And let's uh, let's make season two better than season one. I agree. The, the season starts on what October thirteenth. I'm looking at a calendar that does not exist. Yes, against uh, away at uh, Columbus. Because we can't get enough of Columbus. Oh. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we, we don't have a game of the week, is what I'm trying to say, because we... Yeah, because they have that, and then on the 15th, we have, we're at Toronto. Oh, yeah. That's going to be exciting, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's some opening weekend there, isn't it? <laughs> well, they're going to be away for, like, the first three or four games. They Their home opener three. is on... And they're, then they're at Winnipeg. The home opener is New Jersey on the 20th. Yep. Yep. So All by Hads at home! <laughs> Yes, yes, and we don't play them on the backs of um, back-to-backs. Okay, so, new season, it's going to be a new roster, although we're still not quite sure what's happening with that. We still have some surprising people in camp, I think. As of Sunday morning, the Bruins have not done any cutdowns from last night's game. We have Zarnik, who, who had that terrible hit by Radko Gudas, or Guda, or whatever his name is. He just looks like a bad guy from Street Fighter 2. Anyway, he had that hit last night, so we don't know what his status is going to be. I haven't heard anything, have you? Nothing yet, Nothing. no. That um, creates some chaos, because he was looking like he was almost a sure thing to be our 3C going into the season at this point. Yeah, he was but... like the top scorer in the AHL last year or something, so it was kind top of rookie. A... Yeah, top rookie, top, not, not overall. Well, top rookie scorer, then fine. Yeah, so it was going to be exciting to see if he could make the team or not. He looked really dazed and out of it. Well, How could you not be dinged up? Hit? Yeah, yeah, that was a jerky hit. I really hope that he gets suspended for that. He better be suspended for it. Fired into the sun. Yeah, so okay. Prepared, though. Sure, that sounds great. Okay, so we have Heinen, Ogara, and Carlo still in camp. Who else is in camp? Curly. Still oh, yep. in camp. And um, Airhop still on his PTO. 
Mm. Yes, and uh, well, and Debrusque, Debrusque, and Randall. Yeah. Oh, I ca- I forgot. And Achari is still in, and is still in camp, although it's starting to look like he's not getting his roster spot this year. <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah, I got sorry, BA. It's really looking like the fourth line's going to be more Nash with either Hayes or Heinen. Needs to be Hayes. Well, seriously, yeah, because they've been playing Hayes on the third line with with, with Zarnik and Bolesky, and Zarnik needs a faster winger than Hayes and Bolesky. Yeah, he's too fucking fast for his, for the, for those two to be his wingers. Yeah, he'll be like all the way down at the other end, and they'll be like at the almost there. Zarnik <laughs> 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 is really fast. That's one of the things I really like about him. That makes me so sad. I don't want to more on this team. What's <laughs> that? Kind of ruined my day. My day is ruined. No, it's not ruined. But right no, now, it's, it's Brady's back. Brady's back. I'm. Oh my god, I can't wait. Uh, yeah. So Dunmore, and you know what? Okay, here's my disappointment about Riley Nash. I really, I had not taken a look at what this guy looked like. Right? I just, I saw him practice a couple weeks ago. He was wearing the Pie jersey, and I was just like, "Yep." Seems uh, in practice, he seems very much like Paye, and I didn't really see what he looked like. And I was really hoping he had like some like long hair, some like good flow, and he kind of like had some like you know couple days stubble kind of thing. Not really paying attention to it, and he had this attitude like it's all right, man. Like the dude abides. Like I was really hoping that's what he was like because you just described Nash. Yeah, well, I guess I expected Riley Nash to look and be like you. Thank you. He's got a name, Riley Nash. I mean, it just sounds like a stoner name, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That's like, yeah. fine. That is a mighty fine square jaw, but he is the most average looking person ever. Yeah. And I he played incredibly so. <laughs> and he played on the most average team to ever exist, the Carolina Hurricanes. Like, you go excited to... about Riley Nash. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm very <laughs> glad we um, have him because I, I, I think he is your perfect. Perfect fourth liner. Oh, excellent. I, I've looked at his hero charts, and his yeah. hero chart from last year is identical to Chris Kelly's in 2011. Yeah. Like, Chris, in 2011, 2012, Chris Kelly, we want that yeah. on our bottom, in our bottom six. But it is absolutely exactly. indistinguishable from Kelly's from 2011, and that's great. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, fine. So he's going to be okay, but I, I'm still upset. I'm still upset. Did anybody see Fluto's tweet from last night about how... How basically Carlo and O'Gara and people that that are still in camp are making it look like Joe Morrow is basically the odd man out. Ooh, I didn't see that. I'm going to see if I can find that tweet. Talk amongst yourselves. I've been avoiding Twitter today until I watch the Japanese Grand Prix. If it makes you feel any better, he just posted an article about how strongly he feels about it. So evidently, he really feels strongly about it. Yeah, he does. I'm just pulling up that article now, and I see that now because it says Erhoff, Ogara, and Carl things don't look promising for Morrow. Yep, yep, yep. Which that's interesting because um, I could conceivably see that Morrow is still a better suited seven D than either of the youngsters. But maybe if they if they sign Erhoff to be seventh seventh defenseman, then. I- I think he's just straight up saying that Morrow hasn't developed as well as, and, and that there are all these other people who could just be oh, yeah. in that spot, right? That's the Ludicky's obvious. Pretty much, Lud- completely written Morrow off at this point, pretty much. He's, he describes him as having all the tools, but no toolbox. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. It he's, is. He's taking these tools to the job site in a grocery bag and is tearing halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> and have the tools fall out on the way. And he's all, all he's left is with a oh. hammer. <laughs> no, not even a hammer. I'm sorry. It's like he's he's left with a coping saw. <laughs> Which is not the most useful tool to have. Maybe, maybe like an awl or a nail set with no hammer. <laughs> I, I'd be laughing if I knew what a coping saw was. Oh, it's when those like really thin, wire thin... Uh, oh. saws that you use for very tiny things like you can move or move it around like if you're doing delicate I use, work. Uh, I use that to cut my nails actually. Oh okay. I used it to build like 
sailboats in in my my uh, woodworking class. Yeah. It's a basically like, a non-powered jigsaw. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. It's not very useful, is what I'm trying to say. But the all without the hammer is even less useful. <laughs> it's slightly more useful than the than the nail set without a hammer. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I meant the nail set without the hammer. I... <laughs> An all can be very useful on its own, but a nail set without a hammer is really dumb. <laughs> this time last year, I was using nail sets like crazy. With hammers, by the way. With hammers. <laughs> VA is better, in long story short, VA is a better defensive candidate than Joe Morrow is at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't even back. skate. <laughs> uh, you know, seriously, though, I saw Kevin Miller take a good angle last night, and I was hopeful. <laughs> and I was like, yes. But anyway, yes. So Joe Morrow is looking really bad by comparison is essentially what I took away from all of that and I was kind of surprised by that and I I don't retweet things very often but I retweeted that poor Joe the sun will come out Joe Morrow uh... oh, oh, oh. But you know what? In a way, I would be really glad to be rid of Joe Morrow because then we don't have to talk about that trade anymore. Well, we, we can... still do because they're still Jimmy Hayes. Uh, but those of us who don't care can stop thinking about it. <laughs> See, I, I, I think the opposite will happen. I think him getting like let go will bring it back to the forefront and everyone's going to chirp about it for another like year. And and Twitter's uh, never going to shut the fuck up about it, though, right? Because, you know, Twitter is awful. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. <laughs> um, hockey Twitter. We're not awful. And when we say hockey Twitter, we're talking about a, a group of people who basically, they're snarky about everything. They're not even snarky. Snarky, it, it at least implies a little bit of wit or something. They just kind of badmouth everything. And they make you feel they shit like on everything shit. like a dog that got in the garbage. Yeah, so they're just, like, generally, I think they're just terrible, miserable people on the internet. They might be perfectly fine and happy off of it, because we know the internet does bring out the worst in everybody, but but not me. Or us. We're all good. <laughs> but basically, you know, <laughs> we're talking about a group of people who are just never happy about anything. Like, it could be all, like, fucking rainbows and sunshine and... Trees Bergeron could score all the time, but we're still going to talk about Tyler Sagan and how he's with the Dallas Stars when he didn't work out here. Okay, we could have given him more time. I know that we could have done that, but Shirelli had his own mind on things, and then you know Shirelli went off to to trade Taylor Hall too. So good for him on that. In um, Yakupov now, so he's uh, he's yeah. traded no fewer than five top five picks now. Um, yeah, but can we please stop talking about it? I mean, I know we just talked about it, and I, I usually have a moratorium on that. Like, I never want to talk about that. But it's like, we need to fucking move on. It was years ago, right? So this is my line in the sand to hockey Twitter and all those twitwits. That, ins uh, that implies that they're kind of smart. But anyway, I I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I don't think that we need to talk about it anymore. Honestly. Move on. Get a life. Carolina just claimed someone off of waivers who doesn't have any vowels in their last name. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that Frick guy? F-R-K? Yeah. Oh! Frick? Frick? I don't know. <laughs> Very interesting. My company employs someone by the last name F-R-K. It's pronounced Firk. Firk. Okay. And you said Carolina claimed him? Yeah, he was a Detroit second round pick some years ago, I think. I have to wonder, are they related? That's... I, think he, I think this Merton Frick is, in fact, from Slovakia or Czech Republic, something like that. So. This is kind of checking out. I'm <laughs> um, sorry, Tim. I, I <laughs> but, uh, you know, she, she is uh, not she the, our, our, this employee is not from America. So hmm. I'll do my research. People I'll get back to you next week. OK, that's great. That is so funny because when you said no, no vowels, I was like, that was the first thing that came to yeah. mind. FRK, uh, because I've been mystified by that. I'm like, wow, how do you do that? I mean, the World Juniors a few years ago. I think he and he was playing for Czech Republic and Tara Vine and among others were playing for for, for uh, Finland. 
And down goes Brown made a joke that um, uh, the great negotiation to trade some for this for the Finns to trade some vowels to uh, the Czechs that <laughs> fall apart at the last minute. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. <laughs> because the Finns Thomas, want all the vowels. I think Thomas Hurl was also in that. It was also in that, that that World Juniors, and he's also kind of vowel deficient. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, he is yeah. at least one. At least one. Yeah, he definitely could use an e in there or something, an extra e or an i or something. Yeah. That's great. I I love that. I'm glad he's getting a chance to play somewhere else. He's going to be near the other Carolinan Firk. <laughs> Firkin awesome. It's just Firkin. <laughs> in in, a, in other um, uh, um, breaking things, Darren Dredger says, quote, uh, Department Player Safety is still contemplating the goodest hit. What? Have to wonder if an in-person hearing option is being considered. We should have an answer soon. Okay. There will be a hearing. So basically they're trying to decide to throw the book at him or to, you know... Not destroy him. I hope they throw the book at destroy him. Destroy him. I have to throw all the books ever written at him. I will tell you that I will watch other hockey games and see a hit like that. And I've seen hits like that in other hockey games. And I've been like, yeah, you need to throw the book at the guy. So it's not really just homerdom here. It's It really is like that guy needs to not play for a while to think about what he's done. And he can't keep doing that. He just, just threw another bad hit against Jimmy Vesey last week, right? So... Oh, yeah, I I guess I wasn't paying attention to that last week, but yeah. And I mean, in the end, it was deemed oh, and deemed no hearing on account of uh, and player safety explained it. it's like oh, VZ turned into the hits. Like I don't really think that actually um uh, changes a damn thing. I don't care if the guy's looking straight at you. You don't hit the fucker in the head. No, <laughs> no, and I don't care if if Zarnik's only five nine or whatever. You don't do that. You just yeah. don't hit him like that. You know, it was just inexcusable. It was late. It was just all sorts of things. And it was just like, that fucker needs to go away. We're still talking about it like 10 minutes later. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> Man. I hate that guy. It's really bad. It is. It, it, it's it is. awful. All right. So do we think that Arahoff's making this team? I think we As got too this... many guys in system who are chomping at the bit right now. He's done well. He's been pretty He's been pretty good this preseason. But I, I don't. I think younger guys have do it, done done enough to make it so there's no reason to sign him. Okay. I think he gets a contract with another team. Okay. I'm okay with that, too. Good for him, actually. Anthony? I'm wondering if he'll be 7th D over Morrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tim? Um, it's... I, I think... I think that he ends up... Um, I do think he ends up getting a contract as the 7th D here. I'm inclined to agree with you, but my heart says I don't want that. My heart is saying no to the German, but I think that he's going to get a I think he's going to get a contract. I think that they've been impressed with him enough. So, and I think some of our even though we want to develop the the young guys, I think there's a commitment to it. At least that's what they're saying there is. There's a commitment to it. I think that they might still take Erhoff while he's got a little gas in him. Mm-hmm. Now, the one other roster question, this sort of goes back to the possibility of a bad, uh, of, a, of a Zarnik concussion, mm-hmm. is um, what's the rest of the ripple effect there? So, assuming he's out, I mean, Spooner probably has to go back to being 3C to start the season, So, which means we have suddenly a first-line left-wing spot open up. Mm. Hi, DeBrusque. I'm thinking DeBrusque gets a shot while Zarnik's recovering as well. Yeah, it's, mm. you switch Bolesky and or push Bolesky to the top to one left wing and then throw DeBrusque with Spooner and um, Tanks on skates. So, I guess long term, does that how does that affect uh, DeBrusque, Zarnik, and and whatnot? Is, can DeBrusque go down to Providence? If... DeBrusque is Providence eligible because he turns okay. 20 before the end of this calendar year. And he also is still slide eligible. He and Carlo this year, while they can play, while they can and will be playing in Providence, if they play under nine games at the NHL level, will still slide. Hmm. Sort of like how this year um, Subban's in his fourth pro season, but is still all, but it's still only on his ELC. And last year, Morrow was the same way because they were both eligible to join the AHL a year earlier than they otherwise would have been because of when their birthdays were. So DeBrus could actually play a few games in the NHL. Everyone gets healthy, and he goes back. 
wherever the Bruins want him, basically. And then he still yeah. has three years on the DLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's a very good, very good situation to be in. So it's kind yeah. of a good insurance plan. Um, but I, I, yeah. I have to say that watching that game last night, you know, um, even though Spooner scored in overtime and everything, so they were only like, what, four and four? Um, or three and three. I still count the goalie in there. You know, I, I really, I kind of liked seeing what was going on with uh, Spooner and Bacchus and Krejci. That line's got some interesting, very interesting chemistry. I think it's a little too passy, but... Uh, well, it, it's early. Yeah. They haven't quite had the time they would normally have to develop because, oh, I don't know, World Cup of Hockey, or as I called it, World Cup of Coffee. But you've been seeing quite a bit of chatter about the, the chemistry on there from a lot of, you know, of um, high, higher profile hockey uh, watchers too, right? Um, I think it's seems- an interesting line. It's a very interesting line because again you got two two strong playmakers. Backus is not known necessarily for being specifically a goal scorer, but clearly something's working there. But also Spooner and Krejci do have very underrated shots. They just don't shoot that much because they're usually playmaking responsibilities. So having them both in the same line could be interesting. What I Nick. liked about Backus yesterday was I'm sorry, I'll give it to you in a minute, Nick. What I liked about Backus is that I like him being the muscle in that line. Mm-hmm. Um, I know oh. that we want to get away from the fighting thing and everything, but I like a I like an intimidating guy who has a big size to him that's going to be like, oh no, we hit the, your guy, and oh you want to throw down now? Okay, come on, sure, whatever. I mean, it was kind of stupid having a fight in a, a respect, but he was just like he wasn't backing off from it, and I like that. Okay, I think- Nick. Oh, yeah. oh, I was going to mention Krejci's got one hell of a wrist shot. Oh, I was. Like, yeah. da- like, especially, you know, uh, between the hash marks, boom, that, that goes in. And on the, uh, he, he's only got one move, so everyone knows he's going to do it in the shootout, but he does a little fake shot. He lifts the leg, and then, you know, if the goalie bites on it, then boom, he, he, he you know, actually really shoots. So he's underrated in that regard. Mm-hmm. Much like I think Lucic was underrated in his passing ability, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I, as I said, I agree with you completely. I mean, look at what was it? Both both long playoff runs. Krejci didn't just pass a lot. He scored a lot of quite a few goals yeah. both runs too. So he's um I've never understood why he doesn't shoot a ton during the regular it doesn't take a lot seem to t- take a lot of shots during regular season, but um maybe with Spooner on his wing we'll see that different. Or the other way around. So you never know. It's an yeah. interesting line. I was skeptical at first, but I do like it that it means that we have playing Bacchus on the wings. I definitely like him more right wing than I ever liked him at center. So yeah, yeah, I'm fine with Bacchus on the wing, and I I, I liked what he said when he he uh, was signed. Where he's like, I'll do what I have to do, like wherever they want to put me, that's fine. Which is what I like in a player. I mean, I think it's um, if you. <laughs> To me, and it's probably because I watch the Patriots, but if you're only willing to just do one thing when you get on a team and you only want to be known for one thing, um, why do I want you on my team? I want people who want to try other things and be more versatile. You know, I'm not saying I want a forward to play defense because that's a little bit too much. But if you have somebody who's defensively responsible, I'm not going to complain. People always complain about Kessel only wanted to play offense, but he brought the beer after the game, so I think it evened out. (laughs) Him getting singled out by the president was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It, you know, Obama just has some people who are keyed in, I guess, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, because I can't imagine Obama watching hockey beyond like the Chicago Blackhawks because he's. I don't think Chicago. he watches the Hawks. Right? Otherwise, he's like you know, eight years in the White House now, and he has to never gone to a to, to a game. You think a Chicago bot guy would go go to a cap to the Caps when they're hosting the Blackhawks at some point? But no. But so, I also don't want him pretending to like things he doesn't. So. Well, he had somebody who wrote a good joke. Mm-hmm. Let's do. Let's just go with it. He's got enough charisma to carry it off. We're Remember, he's on. Cool. He's the first one to call call Marshy a little ball of hate. Upset a lot of hockey people who think you can't recycle nicknames. They're wrong. But <laughs> oh, I right. didn't realize. Yeah. that. I keep forgetting that that happened so recently. Yeah, it's it only. Uh, yeah, it was only like February twenty, January or February twenty twelve when that happened. 
I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention that much back then. But it took me another year. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to apologize <laughs> for wonder. it anymore. I'm not going to apologize for it Don't. anymore. There's no um, such thing as Johnny Completely fan. No such thing. No, no. I mean, you should be glad I'm here. Fuck you if you have a problem with it, Hockey Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right? Boom. Why don't we move on? Why don't we move on to more important questions? Generally, more important questions. Like, who's going to lead in goals this year? Assuming we have a, a good idea of who's going to be on the team this season, not forever. Whew. Well, I mean, I think we're probably all going to have a unanimous vote on this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think outside the box. I mean, okay. I, I, I know who my sleeper pick is, but I don't think it's going to happen. You can go. Okay, you can make this like a multifaceted question if you want. Because... Who's your second leading goal scorer? <laughs> no, I was going to say. I'm go... expecting an explosion by Pasternak playing oh. with Berge and Marchand. That's okay. That's stop! My stop! I have to cut that out. I have to <sighs> cut that out because I'm going to ask it a different way now. Okay, who does your head tell you, and who does your heart tell you, and who does your gut tell you? Is this a three prong question? Or you can just go with the head and the heart, or the head and the gut, or the heart and the gut. I don't know. Any body part you want, tell me. Mm. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Not your dick. Don't tell me what your dick is thinking. I don't want to know. My butthole's thinking. <laughs> Ronaldo. <laughs> yes. Opinions are like assholes, Nick. No one wants to hear them. <laughs> they all stink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my right chin's thinking, but my left is, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of have to leave this all in here because it's kind of hilarious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what your body parts are telling you. <laughs> Tweet to where at. <laughs> all right, Tim, I'm going to have you go first. Oh, okay. Um, oh, um, Basically, I mean, smart pick for me. Um, my, I remember my, this is just goals. My head tells me goals. Brad Marchand, again, mm-hmm. is going to lead the team in goals just because, I mean, there's nothing to think that he won't. Um, who my heart, who I want them, who I want to lead the team in goals, um, I would absolutely love if David Backus led the team in goals. Just so Twitter blew up, <laughs> and was like, "Oh my gosh, this signing!" Because everyone thinks the signing sucked, and then for him to lead the team in goals would be fantastic. So that's who I would really, really—that's who my heart wants. Mm-hmm. But my heart's not going to get what it wants this time. Mm. But it's nice to have that. It warms it you up a little bit. It does on those cold main mornings. Wow. Okay, Anthony. So my head's telling me Ryan Spooner is actually going to lead in goals this year. Um, his he power play time, be, the power play time, plus this whole new Krejci Spooner backus line. That's so much offense, so much playmaking. I think Krejci is going to be the one to dish more than Spooner is. So I think he's going to score way more regular or even strength goals that way. I don't think it's going to be by a lot. I think both him and Marshan are going to crack 30 and we're going to be, go, Oh, who's going to lead? Who's going to be the winner at the end of the year? But I just think it's going to be Spooner. I, I don't really have a heart pick though, because I That's just okay. want them all to score. I you want the, I want everyone to score 20. You don't have to. It's okay. It's okay. But that line is so crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So crazy. So crazy. It is. You're walking all over your turf here, Tim. <laughs> all right. Walking on sunshine. So my heart, Ooh, my head, first. and my gut all oh. are in agreement because I have a good diet. And that diet consists of Brad. Marshy. <laughs> he's, you know, he's like, uh, what is he's like carrots, you know? Delicious and very nutritious. So, I was going to say, you can't have too much of them because vitamin A is actually, it, it becomes deleterious after a certain amount. Just like Brad. 
It's a fat-soluble vitamin, so it's not good uh, in high doses. Uh, that, that explains how I'm why I'm feeling so good right now. <laughs> so, no, uh, he, he's he just got the contract, even though it comes uh, starts next season. He was just featured on the the big World Cup of Coffee stage, and uh, he's finally getting respect and a little bit of love from other fans and teams. How can I yeah. pick anyone else but Brad? Right. No, no, I I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm drinking that Kool-Aid carrot juice, you know? It's good stuff. Sure, sure. It's a V8. It's a blend. Yeah. Um, Did you hear that I I messed up in the introduction last week and I was just like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to say World Cup of Coffee. It's fine. Yeah. 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 That was great. (laughs) I was so pissed off at that point. I was just like, fuck it. Jeff, now that you went on the whirlwind tour again. I suspect I all of my organs are pretty much like making agreement that it's going to be marshy. Um, my brain says absolutely no one else is that good of a shooter on this team. Really, my gut, my heart says I just want marshy to to do it again, just to like you know silence all the haters. And my gut says it's just it's going to be marshy. But all three of them are also in agreement that Pasta is going to be a close thing to a challenger appearing. We've got. I think that lion has three thirty goal scorers this year. Wow. You didn't Not say even. that for the end, man. You must have something. No, 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 no. My, 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 my bold prediction is much more. It's much bolder. We'll get to that later. Holy Jeff sh- is on fire. <sighs> and Fuego. Yeah. Um. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. Politics today. Um. Wow. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna go with the safe pick of Brad Marshan, and uh, maybe, maybe as my uh, my gut feeling. No, actually, I think my gut, my head and my gut are Brad Marshan, but I think that um, I think Krejci is my heart pick for some mm-hmm. reason. I kind of want him to just have a really good season. He's had some injury. I want him to be a little bit better. Wow. Oh my god, I'm I'm still recovering. Um so we need to talk about should we talk about assists or should we just go to points? Because I was thinking we could lay it out and assist too, but kind of seems Well they are sad. different things, right? So they are. I'm I'm much better at giving an assist than getting a goal myself. Mm-hmm. I will set up a joke for people rather right. than take the glory from it. That's what I think it is. <laughs> I think if you set somebody up for a joke, it's an assist. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Who's going to win an assist? Who's the leader? Uh, should we go in the same order? I think we went Tim, yeah. Anthony, Nick, and Jeff. Okay. Sure. Tim. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't think there's any reason to think that it's not going to be David Krejci again. Um, especially if he's playing with Spooner and Backus. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity to get assists there. And I just think he's going to have a good year. I see him getting 60-plus um, points again this year um, and having a good year after being injured for a few. Okay. Anthony? Sa- same exact reason as Tim. Same person, same reason. Krejci's going to be playing with Spooner. Spooner's going to lead the team in goals, and Krejci's going to lead in assists. All right. Nick? All right. I'm going to break the – I'm, I'm going to – I guess change the the track here. Tori Krug is going to lead this uh, team in assists. I Whoa! knew you were going to say Krug. I yeah. knew it. I almost went that, Nick. I almost uh, did. I I love my Tori and my 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 vitamin A rich carrot bread, Marshawn. You know, I love them both. I kind of think of of Brad Marshawn as like zucchini bread. Okay, he he can be buffalo bread. chicken. No, buffalo chicken's definitely Tuka Rask after he was accused of having buffalo chicken and getting diarrhea or something. Like, yeah, what the weird. fuck was that shit, really? Yeah, it was, in, it was entertaining. <laughs> Is that what that was? Literally. Yeah. Wow. Brad still... I like zucchini as well. You know? 
Brad is a misunderstood vegetable. I feel like we're walking all over Anthony's uh, Friday morning turf here. I'm not even mad. This is yeah. entertaining, and I'm getting, I'm getting good, uh, good ideas. There you go. We're we're giving you the assist. We're giving. Yes. Well, or, yeah. So no, Tori Krug, <laughs> Tori Krug will lead this team in assists. And you know what? I'm not gonna tell you why. I'll tell you why maybe later. You don't have to tell me why. Okay. I mean, you can. Yeah. I I like it. I think it's because he's really good. That's why. Well, that's really mm. boring. I was really somehow boring. Something last year, right? Somehow I have a feeling our, our bold predictions are going to be the same, Nick. Interesting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, Jeff. Team assist leader is probably going to be Krejci. He's going to continue playing the point on that first power play unit. Louis gone, but Bacchus is probably Bacchus or Heinen is going to end up being the net guy, the net front guy in that first unit, and it's still going to put up huge points. Krejci is going to continue being assist leader. Interesting. I have no idea who's going to be the assist leader. I guess, I mean, I said, like, I kind of wanted Krejci to be the, the guy who wins and uh, leads in goals because he really needs a, a win in that. But is he winning less by getting more assists or goal, I mean, points overall? I don't know. Gosh, I don't know. I, I do like the Krejci one. I kind of also like the Bergie one. Because, I don't know. Somebody said something crazy about three or thirty goal people on that team. I'll point out. I'll point out that only um, uh, they're saying that for pasta is the actually only bold prediction out of that. Out of that, but uh, Bergie's done it three times. So, <laughs> but you know, dude, I'm just gonna say Bergie. Why not? Because nobody's been saying his name here. Bergie. Okay, and why did I say I wrote this down? And then overall points is uh, the other one you had, right? Yep. Overall points, because that would be like the two things added together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. For all those people out there wanting to know goals and assists, they add to overall points for these players. So, Tim. I think our overall points leader um, this year is going to be Krejci. Oh. Well, yep. I think That's- he has a monster year, honestly, coming back and pr- proving people that his contract's not going to be all that bad. Okay. Anthony. It's uh, overall points leader is going to be Bergeron. Ooh. He's not going to have the, the winning category in goals or assists, but he'll quietly finish with 70 something points. Well, being perfect. Yeah. Being specific now, too. Mm. Wow. 70 something. Spicy. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, come on, guys. You're making my head hurt. Okay. Nick. <laughs> Bergeron will finish with the exact same stats of last year and lead the team in points. Okay. There you go. Jeff. It'll be Bergie because he's going to get those 30 goals and he's going to be getting between two also 30 goal scorers. So obviously he's <laughs> going to have a shit ton of assists as well. So overall, high score. Okay. I just feel like I have to be a little bit different here, but I'm not going to be radically different. I'm, I'm going to go with Krejci. Alright. Nothing I've said has made sense. It doesn't really matter. I don't you know, care. if you're saying Krejci's going to be goal, goal leader, that's a logical move because we know he's going to get a fuck ton of assists too. So if you're saying he's goal leader, you pretty much have to say he's going to be point leader. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be happy with whomever, really. It's fine to me, but we just have to be like all like predictory and stuff like that. If that's a word. It's a word now. Important question. Do the Bruins make the playoffs this year? Who wants to start with this one? We don't have to keep in the same thing. Okay, Anthony's going to start. Wow. Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. Because the rest of the division is garbage, except for the Florida teams. All right, I'm going to yeah. go with... I'm going to go to Nick, because I'm going in a circle right. on my screen. Uh, I, I, guys, refresh my memory. Refresh my memory. How many points did the Bruins miss out in the playoffs last year? One. Help me out. Or one. They lost on a tiebreaker, didn't they? Exactly. They lost by zero points. (laughs) I knew all along. I fooled you. Um, (laughs) No, they lost on row. They lost on row to Detroit. So that means, you know, they were almost a playoff team, much like the year before that. Detroit's got, uh, I don't think Detroit's gotten any better. I think the Bruins have gotten a little bit better. In fact, I think Detroit's maybe. Not gotten as good. No, Troy's, so, Troy's gotten worse. Actively. Yeah, they, they okay. got worse. Okay, okay, we'll agree. 
So I think the Bruins slide in with that final wild card spot. Mm. All right, Jeff, you're next. They make the playoffs. Absolutely. I don't think it's a wild card slot. Not because I think they're so good as to be a top three in the, in the Atlantic, but because I think both wild card spots are going to go Metro. Oh, okay. Okay. Metro is overall a better division. It is. So it's going. So we are going to make it behind the two Florida teams, just nudging out Montreal, probably. Montreal. Whoa. We're we're nudging them. We're beating them still. Well, the bottom line is Montreal's not a good team, but they still have Carey Price, right? So. Yeah. Well, if they if he can play this season. <laughs> I mean, he he did all right during the, during during the World Cup of Coffee there, right? So. Yeah, yeah, but he played in like six games last year. <laughs> Guy, do you realize Carey Price has never lost an international game? <laughs> Wait, what? Holy yeah, shit. like I mean, yeah, actually, that checks out. But wow, yeah. still. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 pretty good. Yeah, and my my brother uh, said that to me yesterday, and I and he was like, "Wow, you're right, you're right, Joby." Anyway, go ahead. So, so basically, what you're telling me is I should have played fantasy hockey this year so that I could draft Carey Price and he could have a terrible year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Why wouldn't yeah. you take one for the team, VA? <laughs> well, because I have this silly assumption that I'd actually have to play fantasy hockey, but I could just draft him. Yeah. And he could be lost to injury for the year, and then I could have just done that, huh? I guess there's still time, right? Is there time? There might be there's time. There's still time. Um, oh, one of the one of the Bobby DeBerge leagues has not yet drafted. Yeah. Head to head Monday. Yeah, because I swear to God, if I draft Carey Price, if everybody just lets me draft him first overall. The, the the Habs will have a terrible season. That's that's going on last year's how it played out last year. He played six games. I had to keep looking for goalies. It must I, have been it yeah, it was twelve. It was ten and two. Yeah, because they had that ridiculously good start that he got injured and just the bottom fell out because the Habs are a bad fucking team. <laughs> All right, so yes, I was exaggerating. It was more than six, but twelve is not that much more than six. It's twice right. as much, but. It's not eighty. By percentages, yes. By absolute numbers, no. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Tim. Um. Yes, I do think they make they make the playoffs this year. Um. I all the reasons really have been stated, but I do think they definitely make the playoffs. Okay. I have three minds on this. Three more than me. I have lots of personality. My head says. On paper, yes, they should make it. My heart says, of course they're going to make it. Oh, my God, it's so exciting. Uh, but my gut says no. Mm. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say no. They're going to miss it. I, I just have a feeling. I don't have a good feeling about this team. I haven't had a good feeling since 2014 that this team has what it takes to just get over any little bumps in the road. So See, I, no. I, I refuse to entertain even entertain that because the last thing in the world I want is Claude to be fired. We miss again. There is no scenario Claude is not fired. I'm not saying I want him to be fired. I'm just saying that my gut says no. Well, then you're, you're, you're whistling past a graveyard here. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't have that kind of optimism for this team. I just look I at the scenery I'm... and say, "There's no, I don't think enough team, other teams are better than us, that's all. Well, I told you what my head said, and what my heart said, and what my gut said, and I, I've been going with my gut a little bit more, and I'm willing to be wrong. It's okay, I don't have to be right all the time, but I just think, this. I don't know what this team is, and I've been burned for the past couple of years, so, we'll see. I, I'm not being hockey Twitter from. on you. <laughs> not gonna be hockey Twitter on you and tell you this team really sucks because they should have. I'm like, I'm not gonna be like that. I'm just gonna say, I don't. I I just don't see it right now. And in April, when I'm wrong, and they make the playoffs, you can rub my face in it. It's totally fine. Go ahead and do it. I don't care. I see your but, point in it too because I'm I'm like holding back on the hype train of some of these defensemen and things like that. And it's just like instead of trying to. Get the optimism level up and worry about the potential. Easy just to, if you're on the fence about easy to say no and then just be happy when it happens. Yeah. 
I'm not going to say I'm going to be fucking miserable if it happens. I won't be like that. I'll be totally happy because you oh, know yeah. what that means? It means that I will probably get playoff hockey on my birthday, which is very exciting. I love that. Oh, yes. I suppose it's, it's not the end. We're not saying you're going to be like certain individuals on Twitter that are actually actively upset when Taylor Tyler Randall scores a goal. No, I, I love it when he scores a goal. <laughs> you know what? He can be like the solitary goal scorer in a game. And if they win, I don't give a shit. I'm happy. Yeah. I'd I'd rather be lucky than good. I'd rather be lucky than good. That's all. That's you know. See, see the best things I remember seeing someone on Twitter calling him Wayne Gritsky, and I'm all I'm on board with that. Yeah, dude. Tyler on Twitter referred to Tyler Randall last year as Wayne Gritsky. Yeah. Wow. Actually, because because of his shooting last year was you know actually phenomenal. Thirty-three. He. You know what? When he was on, he was really on. Ninety-nine percent of the time he was a ghost, but yes, that one percent was phenomenal. <laughs> yes, I think we need to celebrate the one percent. It's true, and you know, I know you're not happy. <laughs> Out of context, that's a great saying. <laughs> <laughs> not that one percent. Yeah. Never celebrate that one percent, unless you're talking about the the one percent of Germans in the NHL. Then we'll celebrate that too. But actually, they're more like 0.6% now, so it's not that exciting. And no, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not an elitist. God damn it. Um, I got Bernie Sanders knocking at your door. You better answer it. I voted for Bernie. I I know. He's upset. He's very angry. (laughs) Bernie, you know that I don't feel that way. Not if he's only listened to this one episode of the podcast. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it to him. You got to hear this. <laughs> the 1% should be celebrated. What? <laughs> Look, whenever anybody on this team scores a goal, if Tuka fucking scored a goal, we celebrate it. Okay. Absolutely. Why we have to have so much animosity against a player who we know is not the best player ever, but they're on this team for whatever reason, because somebody decided that's how it had to be. Just fucking celebrate it. Exactly. Just be happy I wouldn't put about him on this team, but if he's going to be on this team, I'm going to cheer for him. That was, right. that was actually, that was, that was even my position on Zach Ronaldo, a player who I was fucking upset was on this team. Well, you, you remember... We decided that we really. Oh, well, remember, were. remember. I just said, I just said he was here, so I cheered for him because he was a Bruin. Right, and that's right, what right. you do. Right, right. I know that some people think we might be a little too nice about certain players, and we don't shit on everybody as much as we should. But really, unless you have a really bad night and you could have avoided it, I'm not going to shit on you. I just, I don't know. You're a Bruins player. It's like I'm happy you're here. I want you to do the best you can. You know, and not every player is put on this team to score 20 goals. You know, you need to have fourth liners. You need to have the people who do the dirty work. I I understand that. And I don't want to sit there and complain about the fourth line like I used to. I used to complain about the fourth line because it was just like Gregory Campbell. It was just like uh, after a while, you just got really tired of, of, of him. And and poor Pie couldn't hit the broadside of a barn at times and it was just so sad but now if you're going to commit to making a fourth line that's just like okay guys who come up from the AHL or youngsters or whatever we're going to make a new look fourth line every year that's fine that's fine with me and if you're only going to score like a goal or two a year uh, that's fine I, I don't expect you to be a 30 goal scorer Tyler Randall it's fine does he make the team this year or is he already sent down I don't even remember he's still on he's still on the team, uh, I can conceivably see him being 13th forward just because, you know what, your 13th forward needs to be someone that you can put in, but someone you don't care about getting actual ice time. Yeah, yeah. It's either, yeah. Him, or Gr- it's either him or Griffith for 13th forward, I think. Well, I think you'd I be see- wasting Griffith. But you? I can see it being Griffith because waving Griffith, he will get picked up. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting about that. It's bold prediction time. Because I think that we all made a big deal about the fact that they said we they weren't going to make the playoffs. So, taking one for the team here. If they make the playoffs, everybody's happy. Bold predictions. Who wants to go first? Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> My bold prediction is that Tori Krug is a Norris finalist. <laughs> Calm the F down, Jeff! 
Calm the F down. <laughs> was I right that that was also what you were thinking? Yes! <laughs> nice. I think you're insane. <laughs> I want you to be right. He's going to need to get through the Burns, Doty, or Doughty, or whatever the fuck his name is, Keith Blockade. <laughs> the assists he had last year add in is go back to his normal shooting percentages. You know, now they no longer has a fucked up wrist. That's that's enough to put that's enough to challenge, especially with how oh, his yeah. deployment was getting harder towards the end of last season, too. That's true. The Norris is for, for all it. about whatever you do offensively. You don't have to have any real defensive skill to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's finalist. Good. That's good. Oh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> that's way better than I could come up with. <laughs> I actually believe thing? that, though. That's the thing. Like, I, I'm not even just like, I'm not reaching. Well, I am reaching, but. It's your heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's your heart. Your heart's hot take. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh like that. Sorry, that is I, your bold I'm, prediction. It's a, it's a good prediction. It is. That is bold, and it is a prediction. It I just won't. Say anything, just copy and paste what Jeff just said okay. on the editing and just make it sound more nasally. And that will be what I have said. Make it sound yeah, like it has more hair. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely have uh, my thing was like, no, he emerges as our best defenseman, possible Norris candidate, certain, certain all star. And we feel the wrath of Tory Krug. And I'm sure me moving up to Michigan and attending Michigan State has nothing to do with my decision-making process. No, no, none whatsoever. No, no, no. no. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree, Jeff. Okay, you said best defenseman, Norris candidate, and what? Oh, uh, definitely um, uh, all-star. All-star. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We barely got uh, Patrice Bergeron, and that was after, like, yeah. people, like, coaches said, no, no, I want him to back check or forecheck or whatever for us. Yes. Um, okay, he shot one point six percent last year. No one can be that lucky. And he kind of lucky. A, a career average, he would have been fifteen goals. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, you don't have to keep defending yourselves. I and just, like forty-two, I, and like forty-two assists with fifteen goals. That's a Norris winner. Mm-hmm. I just have this misguided thought that I know how the NHL works um, after been a, a, a Bruins fan for like four years now. So. Well, last year's show, when they gave it to Doty, showed that they don't necessarily give it to the most defensive, despite the fact that, you know, Carlson just ha- ha- had the best defensive season possible in, in, in the modern era by a defenseman. Um, 81 points? Something ridiculous like that. And oh. Burns scored 30 goals, which is, again, yeah. pretty much unheard of. So mm-hmm. Burns wasn't even a finalist, though, which I thought was, well, I was upset about. I wanted Burns to win the Norris last year. No, I thought he was. No, I, no. Know, Letang, I... Letang was the other finalist. Did I even watch the awards? I think I did watch the awards. They were terrible. They're always terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I didn't know if I watched it because I didn't know if they were any more or less terrible than the year before, which was pretty terrible. They were they were less terrible or more terrible because there was less drunk Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh yeah, and no interference and like just a bare mention of uh, Patrice Bergeron. Yes, I know. Let's see. First so- host was the reason they sucked, actually. Um, Back. Well, yeah. I think just the nature um, is is why. Okay, Anthony. Jimmy Hayes scores twenty plus goals. <laughs> Whoa! And I thought I was insane. Wow. Okay. I like when it. When Toronto comes back, booster, he's still shocked. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the nature of all these. You guys are making some really bold predictions. I love it. I love it. And I, I have, might laugh. They have but... reasoning behind it too. Oh no! When Vetrano comes back is when Hayes is going to get hot because the two of them are going to play together. And Hayes is a rebound garbage guy. He nearly put up 20 in Florida doing exactly this, just cleaning up the crap around the net. And Vetrano's going to shoot approximately 275,000 times this year. He is a so, okay. He is a yeah. okay, I will tell you, at the Pro League this year, I saw uh, Jimmy Hayes do that twice. Do just that, what you described, cleaning up around the goal twice. And he celebrated in such a manner that seemed like he was like the king of the world. And this this girl who was standing next to me, this young woman who was standing next to me said, 
why is he celebrating so much? I said, if you just scored the only two goals you're going to score all year, wouldn't you celebrate too? <laughs> Savage. Savage. Yeah, you're so mean. <laughs> I am so nice. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I just felt like being a little bit of an asshole that day. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> He celebrated way too much for pro league two goals in a game. Jack Eichel like just does his thing and then he's like, yeah, cool, whatever, let's move on. <laughs> he was excited. That means he has a personality, which is, you know. Lacking in most hockey players. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand it. Okay, Tim. Yes. So my bold prediction. Betty's not with- coming back. Okay. <laughs> Sadly, I wish I could do that, but no. Um, I'm going with the Bruins are going to have seven players on their roster that have 60 plus points. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> and Has he done that in the modern era, Tim? I don't. I'm actually, I don't in, know. Included in the seven, I'm including David Backus for the second time in his career is going to have 60 points. I'm also going to say Pasternak gets 60 points, and I'm also saying Tory Krug eclipses the 60 Oh, point. yeah. Oh, and that's more or less exactly what Nick and I are saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I really would like to know who your other four players are, but you don't have to state that. You can I'm tell us later. I'm going to guess who they are. Um, I'm guessing they're Bergy, Krejci, Marchand, and Spooner. Yep, exactly. Yes. It's so crazy. It just might work. So crazy! Wow, you guys, life. you guys really are doing the bold. My my prediction, my bold prediction is not very bold at all. Fortune favors the bold GA. I, um, yes. <laughs> Quite. What does that Indeed. even mean? Quite. Yes. Indubitably. <laughs> I thought I was pretty bold in saying they weren't going to make the playoffs, but you all shat on me. You know, like negative bold predictions aren't bold; they're just a drag. Oh they're my still God. bold, though. They're still bold. I can still edit you out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's his bold prediction. Like, That's oh, my bold prediction. You no, well, I'm You're not going to have Nick do... saying, I predict everything that Jeff just said, and then I'm not in the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could leave you in the show and just say that as a blanket statement at the end. And then, I guess I don't look so smart, but... I can still edit you out. I have power. My bold prediction is um, Brandon Carlo makes his team. That's it. That opening night? Deal? Yeah. He'll, he'll be on the ice opening night. He's going to be on with Chara. Chara. Chara! God damn it. I play it's, Canada. That, that still sounds bold to me. I just I don't think he's going to be there opening night. It's a very I, I, find tiny... that, I feel that was kind of unambitious, uh, um, uh, bold prediction, but uh, fair enough. Jeff scoffs at your bold prediction. <laughs> oh, no, I would scoff at one that has literally no scenario chance of happening, like possibly Tim's. But, uh... <laughs> hey, they had four last year, so... I, I don't know if any teams had seven ever, like, in the modern in the modern NHL. I mean, I guess I, guess I could say Tuka Rask is going to get an assist or two. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have any really bold predictions here. I just think that Carlo's going to make the team. And I think that's pretty cool. And I like that. And that makes me happy. Okay. Fair enough. It's not really bold. I, I guess I didn't really come prepared with a bold prediction. It Nobody cares what I th- say anyway. Let's just face it. That's not true. We all care what you say, VA. Well, it's true. Jeff's yeah, right. Tim, back me up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel the love, Tim. <laughs> that would have been a good, albeit relatively harsh, but a good term for probably not from Tim. <laughs> no, probably not is its own. Probably not. Well, I mean, I just feel like I'm not as well versed in the hockey ways as everybody else, but I think that. I don't know. I think it's a pretty bold statement to say like a 19-year-old is going to be one of your starting defensemen. Actually, it's I mean, pretty bold. Actually, the fact you're saying he's top pairing is pretty bold. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. So How well-versed can I be if I'm predicting seven people to have look, 60 points on this team? Look, you know what? 
That is very bold. You guys are very, very bold. I could say, like, Gronkowski is going to make this team, and that's nowhere near anywhere accurate, but, you know, whatever. That would be bold, but it's dumb. So you guys are in the realm of bold and not stupid. So that's good. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so so what if mine's not as bold as yours? I think he's going to make the team. I think he's going to be starting, uh, you know, the first pairing on the ice. I liked what I saw. I'd like to see it some more. Fuck it. That's what I'm saying. Ah. Uh, okay, so we should just get to bare necessities and then finish Call up. Um, okay, so bare necessities. We're going to have to get through the first game on Thursday and the second game on Saturday and all of the wild speculation and actual roster moves in between. Muppet moves. <laughs> okay. I think Anthony is ready to go. And Jeff's ignoring. And Tim, I don't know what you're doing. I'm chilling. Okay. So, Anthony, go first. I'm drinking Oktoberfest. I've had approximately Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Okay. I've had approximately, not approximately, I'm actually giving you a real number. Four, four, five, nine since Thursday. I thought you were going to say nine since this morning. I'm like, no, since Thursday. I've had nine Oktoberfests. Oktoberfest. Yeah, I I only wanted you to say exactly what it was, specifically what it was, because Oktoberfest to me, there's so many Oktoberfests. There's a bunch of them. I want to try more of them, but I'm a huge chicken because I don't recognize a lot of the names, and I'm like, okay. Well, if we have if we have one left over next weekend, I will I will scurry it away, and you can try it. But I have a friend who's bringing over some beer that he's making. Nice German dunkles. So. Anyway, yes, so Oktoberfest. So Sam's Oktoberfest. That's that's what you're doing to get through this week and hockey. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, who wants to go next? Nick. I'll, I'll go. I'll be the Debbie Downer of the group here. Oh, because no. Of, because of tests and studying and um, celebrations of other sorts, I'll be unable to watch any Bruins games this week and won't be able to m- watch most of them probably until next weekend against the Habs. But until then, I'll be drinking counterculture coffee for in the, the, the flavor I get is called 46. It's an odd name, but it makes me think of David Krejci, so I keep on getting it. And it's very good. It's ma- I think it's made out of Durham. And then uh, when I'm on drinking that, I'll be drinking Harris Teeter's Seltzer Cranberry Lime. Caffeine-free, proudly distributed out of Matthews, North Carolina. Continue. Okay. I like seltzer. Yeah. It's my, it's my go-to. It's cheap. The it makes 40... me burp like beer. Wasn't the 46 a, a famous like defensive alignment by Buddy Ryan? Um, Maybe. Defense. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a special defense where the uh, a safety lined up as a linebacker, and um, yes. it just thoroughly confused uh, the offense. And it was a really great thing. And in fact, I think the Bears used it against the uh, Patriots many times in Super Bowl twenty. I could be wrong about the number, but I'm pretty sure it's the forty six. You are a hundred percent correct. Just verify it on si.com. Yep. Who knows football? Yeah. Okay. Um, that, on a hockey podcast, I'm yeah. very pr- proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have Tim or Jeff. Who wants to go first? And Tim, I can't see you. So I'll go with Jeff and then we'll go with Tim. Oh, regular season starting. So it's really no question. I have to get down to, to regular season form and I get out and get myself a bottle of Valentine's for my for my hockey scotch. Ooh. I, said, I talked about it last week and didn't actually end up acting. Still preseason. So easing my way in. But uh Valentine's has done good things for me while watching hockey. So. There you go. <laughs> I bet it does good things to you when you're not watching hockey, too. Less so the next morning after hockey, but overall, otherwise, generally, yes. Something about three thing about three fingers per period makes you have a rough next day at work. I don't know. <laughs> now, when when they say three fingers, are they measuring the fingers like this, or how are they doing that? It's it's this way. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, the glass, and because it's the cheap scotch, there's ice though, so it's not as bad as it sounds. If that was neat, that would be catastrophic. One finger over ice messes me up real good. <laughs> I have <Yeah>. <laughs> What? 
No, no, I mean not in a sexual way. I'm just saying, like, just <laughs> like the alcohol content in one finger of scotch or whiskey really just is like, oh, to me, I'm such a lightweight. Okay, Tim. Yes. Well, <laughs> it all depends. Actually, if I still have this cough thing going on, it's just going to be the old green tea that I've been making with my Keurig. I have some. Uh, Celestial Seasonings Green Tea. It's quite delicious. If I am over this cough thing, then I will be going with... um, It's called the Jack O. Traveler. Um, It's made by the Traveler Beer Company. Mm. And it's a... They call it a shandy, but I don't really consider it a shandy. Um, It's their pumpkin one. And it's quite delicious. I enjoy it. I guess it's technically a shandy because a shandy can be a fruit in with a wheat beer, but I tend to think of shandies as being citrus. That's, yeah. that's my usual thing. But uh, you know what? Whatever. They're calling it that. So you're you're all into the pumpkin stuff. Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. Yeah, I love the pumpkin. And I mean, the Traveler does really well. They have a lot of different ones. Another good one is called the Elusive Traveler. It's a grapefruit one. It's really good. Well, that's good to know, Tim. I hope that you're going to get better. So keep enjoying the tea and the pumpkin shandy. I had two really beautiful Young's double chocolate stouts this um, recording session. I really enjoy them. They're even better on draft. It's completely sublime. But for the rest of the week, we have a whole bunch of German beer. We have Spaten, we have Weinstefan, which I don't know why it's not called Weinstefaner anymore, except that I guess Weinstefaner is more of an adjective than an actual term. It's the Weinstefan monks. They make a great beer. So we have a Fest beer, which is the Oktoberfest beer, and we have Spaten, which is just normal lager. And that wasn't even the beer that I picked. I What did I pick? I picked the Young Stubble Chocolate Stout. Which was lovely. I enjoy it. I hope it lasts for the rest of the week. Anyway, we have <laughs> to tell people where they can contact us because they don't want to contact <laughs> us. So we got to wrap this up. You can find us on SoundCloud uh, at Barely on Topic. You can find us on Twitter at Barely on Topic. Hey, you can find us on Facebook at Barely on Topic. We're usually over at BobbyDeBerge.com. And sometimes we post the episode there. Sometimes we don't. Most of the time we do. But you can find us there and Anthony's morning food associations on Fridays. Most of the time it's just me yammering on about something stupid during the week. But you can talk to us. That's the more important thing because you all love to talk to us. Judging Yammer about all sorts of bullshit. It's great. (laughs) It is great. Yeah, I think you can even find us in Stitcher if you listen to podcasts that way. I haven't really tried it that way, but sure. And on iTunes. Oh, I always forget to say the iTunes one. You can search for our podcast at Barely on Topic. So, Tim, do you want to take us out? Word!